0: We're back. And by we, I mean me and you and my trusty sidekick in utero. That's right. It's season three and the conversation continues. And I'm so super grateful to be back in your earbuds, back in your favorite podcast player, continuing this conversation. Because to be honest, I didn't know if I was going to continue with this particular podcast and this whole last year of life took me on a journey. (laughs) to where this became inevitable and absolutely the clear, logical, most inspired next step. And so in this episode, our first episode back, I wanna share with you the lessons learned, what's been going on over here for the last year or so at the time I'm recording this and we're sharing it in June, 2020. It's been about a year since I shared a podcast episode here under the Naptime Empire's umbrella. So I wanna catch you up on why and what is happening and how that relates to where we're going from here. And then I'll share what you can expect moving forward with season three, which is likely our final season. I'm not totally sure, Um, but it's gonna be a good one. And I have so many beautiful conversations with biz buddies that I've already been banking up over the last few weeks. I cannot wait to share those with you, but I will, because we're planning to publish once a week. But again, we'll get to that in the what to expect section. First, I just wanted to catch you up on what on earth is happening over here and why it's been so long since I recorded. And it all ties in together to this On Her Terms theme. So we'll start there. So it was March, 2019, when I, I, again, don't remember where this idea came from. I don't think I was actually brainstorming actively, but this divine download dropped into my brain of this on her terms conversation, basically, because I was looking for what is my spot? What do I love to do? Like, what is it that no matter what, this is is what I want to be known for? Because I knew it wasn't copy. I knew it wasn't even specifically communication or messaging, even though that's definitely zone of excellence for sure. There's more than that, that I love to talk about and that I feel sparky about when I'm talking with friends, family, clients, customers, and complete strangers (laughs) that that I may have met out in public when we could be freely out in public. Um, And that's this on her terms conversation or on his terms or on their terms, pick your own pronoun, mine is her. And so it's this being an advocate for you to be able to create whatever your ideal life looks like. You know, for us, for our family, that will include a little bit of RV time and national parks, some book signings. We're a part-time military family at this point, part-time in the suburbs near our extended family and making these memories here at home. A little bit over the rainbow with Hawaii, like creating our own weird little life is what I feel really driven by. And I want to be able to help and share resources as we're creating our own ideal lifestyle over here that will help you create your own. And so On Her Terms is what came to mind. And then the next month or so, I was in Sedona with my buddies, which is funny because I was recording one of my last episodes on Close the Tabs. Was actually an episode I recorded while I was in Sedona, and my buddy Jada was out on the lanai, out on the porch of our hotel room at the resort uh, while I was recording it. And now she's here in the Zoom room because we're doing a co-working session right now. So she's over there doing her her thing, and I'm over here co-working. And it was this conversation in Sedona that really set me on this path. Like, I just thought on her terms, oh, that's a cool domain. And I love the wordplay of terms and words and my history and business and blah, blah, blah. But oh my gosh, this was a tipping point for me in Sedona. So I'm going to share a little bit about that and then catch you up to speed on where we are now. So the conversation got real for me when my friends and I, um, Nicole... Walters, who was in season two and Jen Kim and Jada Sellner, who were both in season one that were our our own little travel squad. And we were so good in the years that we could be, we were so good about getting together in person at least three times a year, which is a big deal for all of us with so many things going on. I mean, that takes a lot of effort and it was so worth it. And one of our trips was in Sedona, Arizona, and one night, I think it was the first night of that trip, we were just sitting there in front of the fireplace talking about where we would go next year, which is this year. Bless our sweethearts for not knowing what was coming. And um we were talking about like big international trips and I was like, "Well, yeah, if I'm not pregnant or breastfeeding." And my I think it was Nicole and she was like, "Can we just talk about that for a second? Like, do you want to be pregnant? What and if so, like what's the deal? Is it money? Like what's holding you back?" And This is the power of real R-E-A-L relationships and why I just wanna encourage you to invest in them, like to find people, support and encourage people, nurture relationships, let them develop in a natural and organic and beautiful way. It's so powerful to have friends who can hold up the mirror for you and help you see what you're not seeing, what you're not willing to see or what you're not able to see. I burst into tears, dude, right there in front of the fireplace. I just started to cry because I had known... First of all, I know that family planning is air quotes planning and that there are many paths to growing a family and it doesn't have to be biological. It doesn't even have to be generational. Like I I believe we're all like nothing's missing basically. And we are all family in some form, but for our own collective unit, family unit, I had always thought, Dicky wouldn't be the last one, you know, if we could help it, that, that there was still one more. I didn't necessarily feel complete. Like there was a closed loop on my childbearing years or whatever, but for whatever reason, when we moved to Texas, I just never felt ready, you know, like uh, kind of the first time when it's like, well, when are you ever really ready to be a parent? When are you ever really prepared and all of that? And I never felt ready. And I had all these excuses and like, well, I haven't really been taking great care of my body or well, I'd really like to work on my communication with Jeremy and like figuring out our roles in, in this new season of life. Or I'd really like to get my business back to a certain point. And I just kept making excuses, but time of course kept passing. So when they called me out on this and were like, "Is do you want this? And if so, like what's keeping you from it? So I burst into tears and that was a tipping point for me, that trip. That was unexpected. I wasn't expecting to, that That was gonna be my main takeaway from our time together, but it was. And so I started preparing my body and my mind and my heart and started talking to Jeremy about it and opening up to this possibility of, of okay, what if? Because we tend to, if you know me and my story, I had two losses, two very early losses between the boys, pregnancy losses, miscarriages, chemical pregnancy one, and, and then the other was about seven and a half weeks along. So we get pregnant really easily. And I'm thankful for that. So I'm like, okay, we got to, we got to prepare. It's just, is this little one going to stick or not? And I'm convinced it's always been the same little spirit. So Jeremy had gone to Hawaii for a couple months. He went for one month. And once the boys got out of school, then I took them over the rainbow. And over my birthday, that first week of June, we were staying at the Navy Lodge in Hawaii. And... I went for a walk cause I just love, you know, I used to work at Pearl Harbor. Maybe you don't know that, but I used to work there. It's such a special place to me and for so many others, for so many reasons, but I just thought it was so cool to be able to be like sleeping on Ford Island. You know, I love that opportunity. And the year before I had gotten to do that all by myself, when I was on a girls trip, I stopped over on Oahu on my way home from the big Island. And I was like, this is so cool. Like so many people would love to be here and I just get to sleep here and just walk around. Like, this is so cool. So it was a few nights before my birthday and I took a walk through the historic restored homes and over by the lawn by the USS Utah Memorial, which I probably wasn't supposed to be doing, but I was like, maybe I can still, if if somebody wants to call me on it, I can be like, oh yeah, yeah, I used to work here. I don't know. So we had been discussing the possibility of adding a fifth member to our family. And I wanted to have a moment to make an agreement with this little spirit who, like I said, had felt, had visited us twice before between the boys. I took a little notebook with me. The boys were all in the hotel where we were staying. And I'm going to read you an excerpt. So here's what I wrote. Yes, no, maybe so. Part of me feels like we're trying to hold on to olden baby days, and the wiser part knows our story's still just beginning. 34 is young. Whole lives ahead. The boys love each other. Support and challenge. Check. Growth. I truly feel okay no matter if we're a fam of four or five, and... I also feel clear I would regret not opening up to the possibility of this spirit joining us here. The synchros of this trip and timing are pointing me to confirm that. So, littlest one, baby of the babies, let's give this a year and see what we can do. I love and appreciate you either way slash dimension. We are fam and you are loved. So here's the reason why I'm so convinced too that this was this little spirit that I was talking to because I have a lot of friends that are intuitive, psychic. I mean, I believe we're all intuitive on some level. We're just not necessarily honing those skills, but intuitive, psychic, medium. And I, like multiple different people that I really know, love and trust who are like, are you pregnant? Like over the years, are you pregnant? Or do you want to be here? Are y'all thinking about it? Cause it's like, number three is just there kind of hanging out, you know? And it wasn't ever like, this is definitely going to happen. It, and I wished it would have been because I was in this, do we, don't we, do we, don't we, do we, don't we, like this seesaw of decision-making. And um, they would be like, there's this pink energy, like this playful energy, like, I, like, I'll come play if you want, you know, like just this, it's up to you kind of thing. And I was like, can somebody please just tell me, like, am I going to have this kid or not? Do I need to have this, like, do we need to make plans or whatever? And it was always this choice. Okay. So- That's why I'm convinced it was this same little spirit all over the time. So anyway, we opened up to this possibility. A few days later was my birthday, my 34th birthday. And I made my wish on my commissary cookie cake with our Ruby Tuesday candle. Like, okay, if this little spirit wants to join us, like, let's do this, you know? So I say, of course, given our history, we get pregnant immediately. And I was, you know, glued to the forums of you know, in the like tweaking now where there's apps where you can take the pregnancy test. I was being all sneaky because we were staying, my parents had joined us in Hawaii by this time and I didn't want to tell anybody until it was like a little of a darker line or whatever. So I got pregnant and then it started to fade. And so this was literally like, as we were flying from Honolulu to Houston and I'm like, please let's not let this happen on the airplane, um, on our red eye flight from Honolulu to Houston. And we landed in the airport was the Philip Phillips song, Gone, where it's like, like a drum, baby, don't stop beating. And I just was like, oh my gosh, I cannot tell you. I made a whole list of the signs and synchronicities that were happening for the entire month of June that made me feel like, okay, this is happening, you know? And in, at the time, so it was a very early loss, ended up, you know, just a few days after we got back, that pregnancy was over. Um, but I just felt so confirmed. I was like, okay, then to me, that was just the warning shot. That was like, okay, yeah, y'all can still do this. Your ingredients still mix. Like if you want this baby, then this can really happen. So let's be sure. And so of course there's a lot more to that story and I'll probably share it in the book or maybe a blog post series or something like that. But the thing is, then we, I kind of just wanted to override and almost pretend like it didn't happen and just try again immediately. And again, we got pregnant again. And then we lost that one too. And it was, again, so, so early. It never even got to a dark line, but I was like, okay, wow. I think this is a lesson to just pause and slow down and reevaluate. So the lesson for me from summer 2019 was this on her terms lesson. Like, no, I feel like this little spirit was saying, don't do this for me, do this for you. Don't get your business back to wherever you want it to be and like revamp things for me, do it for you. Don't get your health and your body in order for me or whether or not I'm gonna be here, do it for you. Don't work on your relationships and how you're feeling and how you're showing up for me, do it for you because you're already living this life. This is not a dress rehearsal. You're in your mid thirties. Like technically you're a grown up. okay? (laughs) So act like it and create the life that you wanna live. And I was like, wow, okay, hashtag on her terms. And I took that really seriously. I took it truly like it was a spiritual assignment. This little life coach from the other side was like, okay, whether or not I'm going to join this party in the physical world, this is your sign to really make sure and reevaluate that you're living life the way that you want to live it. Because this is the one, this is the one you got. And it's already happening. Hello, not a dress rehearsal. So that was my big message. And so in the fall of 2019, I really doubled down. Like I started, I went back and started to see a chiropractor regularly. I started acupuncture, which I love and can't wait to start again once we figure out whatever that looks like with quarantine. Um, Acupuncture, getting all kinds of things checked out just to rule out any particular causes of the early losses, which of course there weren't any. And I was was kind of knowing that. I was like, I really don't think that there's going to be any, we can point to this being what's causing it because I feel like it was just timing. I just energetically felt like no, I think it is. It's like I got to get my own stuff together before exploring this possibility. So we paused all conversations around pregnancy and all that because again, I didn't want to keep going through this. I was like, I don't know if I do want to try again or not. I definitely don't want to keep experiencing this. I don't know how many, you know, how much more I have in me to keep going through this up and down emotional roller coaster of is it going to stick? Is it not? Blah blah blah. <sighs> Jeremy and I, you know, I love the martini work. Mm-hmm. And so I actually got trained to be able to use it in my business. And then I was like, how can we apply this in our marriage and our relationship and really get to know and appreciate each other's values? So we did a retreat just for us, which was amazing. And I'm so glad that we did it. And even in the retreat, we were trying to do this like benefits and drawbacks of baby, no baby. Like I just kept, I kind of felt like I was in a fog of whether or not we did want to try again. It was like a fog came down like on, what's that movie? Smallfoot you know, where there's like a fog over the mountains. It's a really cute movie. Um, Really great one, actually. Deeply meaningful and cute. But anyway, so I was doing my homework. I I was starting to feel sparky about business. I was starting to really see how the on her terms messaging and really owning this piece of what I really most love to serve and support people with and what I love to learn about and what I love to teach and all that. I was feeling sparky about business stuff for the first time in a long time. And that's why I was thinking I wasn't going to continue with the Naptime Empires podcast because I thought, well, our nap times are over, <laughs> like they're over. Digi's not napping anymore. So I don't know that this is even gonna be relevant anymore. And I don't wanna like hide this message under a bushel or whatever. So it was on her terms for me. And then the holidays rolled around. And I, again, I was like, do we or do we not? Cause originally we said, let's give this a year. We're halfway through the year. Are we gonna try again in, in the new year or not? And I noticed like over the holidays, it was a little quiet on Christmas Eve before we went to my aunt's house. So I was like, it's really chill. You know, this four is very, um, what's the word where you can fold it in half? <sighs> I'm going to like... I'm laughing at, you know, where it's like equal on both sides, like a square and you can fold it. Oh my gosh. Why can't I think of the word? But I was like, oh, symmetrical, (laughs) pregnancy brain. So I was like, it's a little symmetrical. Like part of me was drawn to the idea of a family of five because it's a little, a little asymmetrical. Like it's just a little off balance. It's just a little off the wall. Um, And so I was thinking about that or like we took the Christmas stockings out and I remembered when I first bought Christmas stockings that I had bought five Christmas stockings, you know, and that first year, whenever Bryson was a newborn, I'm one of four and I love, I mean, thankful that my parents had four or I wouldn't exist, (laughs) but, um, I just thought there was something about five. And so I was remembering, even though in my head, I couldn't make this decision and I was trying and really, really overthinking it using all the tools that I could throw at it. This holiday season really helped me start to be like, oh yeah, but I did actually want to try again. And I feel like the part of me that was saying I didn't know if I wanted to was just guarding my heart just in case it wasn't going to happen. And I do truly feel like I'm I'm okay. Like, and I felt this way after Bryson and then the losses after Bryson too, where I'm like, we're good. Like we love this guy and we're so thankful for exactly as we are. Hashtag nothing's missing. We have daughters and we have other children in many other forms with all of our squillions of nieces and all of my friends and my friends that were having babies that would have been due around the same time as the ones that I conceived in the summer and all of that. You know, like I was really helping myself see nothing was missing. We're okay. We are whole and complete as we are, blah, blah, blah. And yet, it was still this open loop and and this question of do we or don't we open up to this possibility because we know what happens when we do. So I did this energy edit, Michelle Lowbridge style um, on December 23rd. And it was like, fear of having another baby, fear of not having another baby and clearing it. And it was simple. It sounds so funny, but it's like, Stuff like realizing we have three bedrooms upstairs. You know, we consider this the guest room that I'm recording in right now, but technically it could be for a whole nother human. And also there are plenty of people who don't have bedrooms for every single person in their family for Pete's sake, you know? So I was like, oh, duh, we literally have space. It was little mental shifts like that for helping me see, or like, okay, what if I'm worried about what's gonna happen to my body or what's gonna happen to my business? You know, I was literally just looking and putting all the puzzle pieces out there and doing my own energy work and mindset work around all these possibilities and what it would look like. And I had a dream a few days after Christmas and I messaged Jada about it the next day. I was like, I had a dream that I took a test and it was dark lines. And I wasn't actually afraid of losing this pregnancy or the lines fading. I was like, oh, shh okay, now we're really going to do this. (laughs) Like I was more afraid of like, okay, here we go. With creation comes destruction, the family of four, like the symmetrical, pretty balanced groove that we're in is going to be disrupted. But I woke up and I was like, I, I felt excited though. And that to me was my sign. That was my little permission slip. Like I couldn't make this decision with my head. So thankfully my subconscious and my intuition served it up for me where it was like, you took a test, dude, and you were excited that it was positive. So you do need to open up to this possibility one more time. So I told Jada, I think this is just gonna be our ultimate surrender experiment. And sure enough, the next week, (laughs) this little one decided to come right back in. And I feel like as soon as I decided, and I told Jeremy, I'm like, look, we're, I'm not going to think about it anymore. It's fine. My birthday again is in June. We said we'd give this a year and I'm not even that arbitrary to where I would be like, we have to stop in June. But I was like, let's just see. And if we get pregnant again by my birthday and it's viable and it sticks, then great. And if not, we'll revisit and figure out what that means to us then. But like I said, this little one decided she was ready this time. And I'm currently, as I record this, almost 23 weeks along and it feels so surreal. And I have to say those first weeks of knowing were really rough. Like mentally, I think that I had done a lot to sort through my feelings and the experiences of all the losses, but there's just something about that innocence loss. I mean, I'm so grateful I got to have that experience with Bryson, where it was just like you see a positive test and you assume there's going to be a baby in your arms. And so many of us know that that is not always the case and often not the case, especially when you know your body so well and you know really early on, because I know my body really well, so I could tell really early on. So the first few weeks were really rough because I had actually just emailed my whole list to say, hey, I'm going to be retiring a course about copy. I'm going to be wrapping up the Naptime Empires podcast. Like I had just said all these things about these loop closures and my hashtag on her terms, lessons learned and all of that. And then literally just a few days later, here are these positive tests showing up. And I just felt so, like I said, guarded, but then I also felt physically tired. And then I was closing a course about copy and I created this grad party group and then I had no energy to show up for it. I just literally was Netflixing, scraping the bottom of the barrel for stuff on Netflix that I would, would have never watched. But it was like just blow, blowing through, burning through seasons of any show that looked remotely appealing to me because was all I could muster. And I, part of me was frustrated about that. And then the other part of me knew that my body was just overriding my brain to be like, nope, we just need to rest right now. But it was rough for those first few weeks of not knowing, and I didn't realize, but I think on a cellular level, my body was like holding on to those experiences of like, is this happening? Is this not happening? You know, and like all of the micro thoughts of the little anxieties and stuff that I, I thought I had processed, but obviously I hadn't yet. So anyway, that was the first few weeks. And then once we got into double digits, I started to actually feel a whole lot better and that's when it started, all this inspiration started to come back up. I'm like, okay, well, we're about to reset the timer. Obviously for nap times, if this is happening again, I've been pretty guarded, even up and until our 20 week anatomy scan, I've still been pretty guarded. And then I shifted in about one minute. Once I was like, okay, we see all these parts and pieces. We've got great blood tests. We know that she's doing well in there. Um, did I mention that she's a she until she tells me otherwise, of course, open to that. Um, but yeah, I mean, how perfect on her terms, my my little business coach, life and business coach, and also copywriter, because I also got the idea for Naptime Empires when I was pregnant between the boys. And I really am convinced it's been the same little spirit every time, just making sure that she had the right setup and that we were doing and rolling exactly as we needed to be before she decided to join us. But um, once I saw that ultrasound, I was like, okay, this is happening every day. And I, and I'm not taking it for granted at all because I know that every day is precious. And that's one of the biggest lessons that she's already taught me for Pete's sake over these last however many years, which is that every age and every stage life is precious and no day is guaranteed. So I've, I've just come to accept and be like, okay, well that's just parenthood in general. You know, like it's whether they're tiny embryos or fetus stage or whatever it is up till they're 100 years old and we're hovering from spirit, (laughs) like we want, we want to make sure they're okay, but it's, it's their own journey, right? And it's not up to us actually. And ultimately that is the ultimate surrender experiment of parenthood and humanity in general. So all that to say, that's what brings us back to this Naptime Empires conversation. This is who brings us back to the naptime empire's conversation. It is on her terms, and yet it is still on this intersection of parenthood and entrepreneurship. And I've been feeling so great. I started working out regularly. I hired my personal trainer back, Kim. So we've been doing virtual workouts and I've been feeling so good. And I think a lot of it has to do with that, honestly, just mentally feeling good and energetically, having a timestamp of Monday, Wednesday, Friday, to have some kind of idea of what day of the week it is on any given day. Um, but that's where I'm at. And then I was like, oh man, okay. I had also had a dream about the Naptime Empires book. Literally the day after I had the baby pregnancy test dream, I had a dream about the Naptime Empires book being out before Mother's Day. And I had forgotten about that actually until I had recommitted to being like, okay, man, if this baby's coming and I want to write a book, I realized the most me thing I could do this year besides bringing this new life into the world is to bring a book into the world. Cause I've been wanting to write books since I was like eight I mean, I've talked about it on the podcast so many times, but I'm just over it at this point, over my excuses and the discomfort of not doing it. And so I'm finally owning it. And I wrote the first draft, the monstrous first draft. It's probably three books in one of 94,000 words in April in quarantine mode in like 12 days which is so ridiculous. So don't worry. It's not going to be 94,000 words. I'm cutting it probably in half and really refining the message and all the extra stuff will be great to share as, like I said, possibly other books, possibly blog posts, solo episodes, anything that doesn't go into this Naptime Empires book can certainly be used. But dude, this is my human Pomodoro timer. This is my This is my micro inspiration. Of course, there's walking inspiration here around the house, being very quiet, thankfully, while I record this podcast. Um, But that's where we're at. That's my sneaky secret to quarantine creativity is this little one. Oh, there's Diki. Um, This little one. So I've got the book in the mix. And then since I'm doing the book, I'm like, well, I want to have the podcast too, so we can get these conversations on. Plus, I have a list of so many buddies that I've been wanting to share their stories and introduce you to. For years, So it feels so good to have those conversations rolling again. And the podcast I'm planning to most weekly get out here most weekly on Mondays, that's my ideal plan is to have a new podcast for you every Monday. And here's the thing, this is where you come in. So what to expect over this next season, season three of the Naptime Empires podcast, part of it is solo episodes where I'll be sharing behind the scenes on book stuff, on baby stuff, round three and on biz nesting and what I'm planning to do as I'm kind of rebuilding my business in a new form, but also wanting to set it up so that I do have space to take as much time off as I want to. So I'll share anything you want me to know about those things or you want to know. Um, And then, like I said, possibly some stuff that isn't actually gonna make it into the book, but I still wanna anchor it in for you and for me. And then the conversations, like I said, with my brilliant biz buddies that have great stories to share and valuable perspectives to share. I'm going to pass the mic and introduce you to them. And those are going to be amazing. So that's the plan. But the most important thing that I want to ask if you've made it this far is to really truly know that I want you to join the conversation. I really, I'm not just saying conversation just to hear the word. I really want to hear from you. So that means reviews in your favorite podcast player. That really truly means a lot and is the best gift you can give me um, because that'll help more people hear about the podcast and ultimately the book when I start to share about the book. Um, So reviews, and Instagram stories. I love Instagram stories. And I love it when you make it so easy for me to have Instagram stories because I can just share whatever you shared in the first place. (laughs) So I really want this to be a conversation. Um, So if I've still got my playground group up on Facebook, then I would love to have you, you know, join the conversation there. But really, I just want to hear from you. Like, what are you loving? What do you want to hear more about in season three and in this figurative and literal season of life? What do you want to hear about? Because I really am recording this with the intention of it being a conversation, me and you. So this is the invitation. I'm reaching my hand in a non-creepy way through the microphone to say, like, let's do this. Let me know that you're there. Let me know that you're listening. I want to co-create this with you. I take my Mutual Inspiration Society very seriously. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to have this time with you. Ideally, like I said, every week, we'll see how it goes. Um, But it just feels so good to be back in conversation with you. How many times can I say the word conversation? (laughs) So that's it. That's the update in just under 30 minutes, maybe. Thank you again so much for spending your time with me today. I don't take it for granted at all. And like I said, I would love to thank you for real. So that's why I want you to take a screenshot and share something that you're looking forward to or anything that this might've sparked for you. If you've experienced your own losses in the past, I just want to say my heart goes out to you um, and it was real, you know, and that, that little spark of life mattered and I'm just here with you in the journey. And surrender is so much easier to talk about than necessarily to get to, but man, when you can get there and truly feel like nothing's missing and you can see how in your own form you have everything that you've ever wanted, that's such a powerful place to be and to create from. And I look forward to talking to you more about all of those things and a whole lot more as we go through season three, the On Her Terms chapter of Naptime Empires. Again, thanks for being with me. I look forward to chatting with you next time. This show may be over, but the conversation is just beginning. Head on over to naptimeempires.com slash Facebook so you can join my free, wait, did I say free? i mean, priceless, rapidly growing community of Naptime Empire builders for deeper discussions, behind the scenes scoop, and of course, updates whenever I've got new stuff coming up for you naptimeempires.com slash Facebook. See you there. See you next time. Thanks for listening.